The Outlet. The Voice of Central. Welcome to The Outlet, The Voice of Central. I'm your host, Brent Harbour, and in this podcast, I talk to Gareth Robinson from the Central Otago District Council to tell you how you can check out the preliminary designs for the Cromwell Memorial Hall and Event Centre online, as well as in person using virtual reality. Bruce Potter is playing the lead and is the musical director of Les Miserables. It's the first time the show has ever come to Central Otago and is being performed by Waiata Theatre Productions and the Clyde Memorial Theatre. And I catch up with all things Cromwell with Glenn Christensen from The Gate Cromwell. But first we'll catch up on Central Local News with journalist Hunter Andrews from the Central App. The Outlet Local News. Hi Hunter, how are you? Absolutely great, thanks Brent. Now there's been a departure at the council of the CEO. Yeah, uh, quite a significant move really and I guess she was at the, Sanchia Jacobs, uh, she was at the end of her five year contract of course and then the council will go out or is obliged to go out and find someone else to fill the role. Uh, But she's moving on, yeah, after five years of uh, what I've heard uh, has been really hard and diligent work and I guess the most important thing within that is that she has a lot of backing from the staff that I've spoken to so it's a good maybe a good time for her to move on but I did put it to her that there are two great things happening this year in local government uh, the reform the well the review of local government and of course three waters and I asked her whether it was a good time to be leaving and she said well she backed the staff and she felt that that, you know, there was a lot of skill there and felt that, um, you know, that would not be a problem. And she was looking forward to staying in touch with local government, which she will be doing with her new role with Becca, and that she'd had a great time while she was at the district council, which I guess is all you can say. Uh, I spoke to the mayor briefly and he said that he was really grateful that they'd had that time with her. So everyone's happy at Central Otago District Council. And she did say to me that she didn't rule out that she may be back in local government at some time in the future. And also you've had a by-election recently to Cromwell Community Board and there was a bit of a low turnout there. Yeah, that's right. And I guess it's reflected around the countryside that, um, you know, it is the poor cousin local government doesn't seem to attract the amount of voters that the central government elections do or a general election does. And I was speaking to Anna Harrison, who is the chair of the Cromwell Community Board, and she was saying that I asked her about, you know, what could be done to get people more interested. And she speculated that, you know, perhaps the most important generation is the one coming up and they are focused on topics but unfortunately it's pretty hard to get people interested in the delivery of services uh, you know the collection of rubbish and those sorts of things but it is actually probably the most important area that people should be interested in because their everyday lives it's all around them all the time and you know one of my goals uh, as a journalist in the last 25 years has been to get people interested in voting in local government and on social media and Anna pointed this out as well there are a lot of people that like to comment about council and a lot of the time it's very negative and she was saying that you know perhaps we should get more participation out of those people which was a challenge that the mayor actually put out to all those he called them keyboard warriors quite happy to criticize uh, council uh, but don't put their name forward and you know I, I think that they're both 
both saying that they want more participation in local government and, and you know as a journalist i agree because i'm the um you know political reporter and i i do want that engagement and i think it's really important but um we'll just see what happens it's a it's a huge job for the communications team within local government to get the message out there and make uh, things like annual plans and draft annual plans and long-term plans interesting for people and a reminder you can find out all those stories and more by Pressing the news button on your central app. Local news, sport and information. The Outlet. Thanks for listening to The Outlet. Central Otago Riding for the Disabled is looking for volunteers. Now they provide riding sessions to about 20 riders on Thursday mornings during Term 1 and Term 4 of the school year. And the program is greatly appreciated by riders, caregivers and local schools. They have six specially trained horses that are cared for year-round and are looking for help with the regular day-to-day care and management of the horses grazed at the Dunstan Equestrian Centre. To find out more about volunteering, send an email to centralotago at rda.co.nz. That's centralotago at rda.co.nz. Gareth Robinson is the Property and Facilities Manager for the Central Otago District Council and he's preparing some drop-in days for you to see the plans for the Cromwell Memorial Hall and Event Centre. Hi Gareth, how are you? I'm great, how are you doing today? Very good, thank you. So tell me when you started working on the design for the Cromwell Memorial Hall and Event Centre. So I joined the council in um, 2020, just after the first major lockdown. Part of the projects that I was coming to deliver was the town centre and the memorial hall. We went through an LTP process, which is a long-term plan, and we got these two projects as a hybrid approved so we could work with them in tandem. So um, early 2021, we kicked off with the Cromwell Memorial Hall, did a, a request for proposal out to the market to get a design team, and Jazzmat um, wanted hands down and um, they partnered up with a local architect, um, Jesse Sunderland from SA Studios. And just that relationship together, getting a bit of local and a great company from Christchurch as well, just worked really well in, um, in starting to develop this project. You took a lot of input too from the community, from the Cromwell Museum, likes of the RSA, theatre groups and everything. So it's been a real collaborative effort, hasn't it? Absolutely. So we actually went to the board and we identified external stakeholders. Um, and you mentioned a, a couple. So it was the RSA, RSA it was the CCCT, um, the museum group, the town and country, which is a direct neighbour of the Cromwell Memorial Hall. We also had a chat with um, Old Cromwell, the historical centre, and Fine Time Theatre. Let me not forget Fine Time Theatre, considering the auditoriums, the, the main focus as well. It's really been a collaborative approach of taking all of their inputs and bringing it together and mapping out exactly what this new Memorial Hall event centre is going to look like. Yeah, it looks good. I've been having a look through the design PDF this morning. It's just a beautiful design. It sits in so well with the landscape, but I I don't think people realise the amount of time and effort that goes into matching all the interiors and the exteriors to make sure that it sits there and is something that Cromwell can be really proud of. Oh, absolutely. Let me not forget, we're also working in collaboration with Okaha, um, our, our EU partners, and they, we've taken materials that they've, you know, we've talked about local materials, so we're using, well, we're potentially going to be using Vibelock, which is a locally produced um, brick 
um, out of central Otago. Um, and the materials and the, um, the look and the feel of it, you know, in collaboration with Iwi and all the other designers, has just made that building fit so well. Um, you look at you look at the renders and you think it was born to be there, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought I can get a job in there. It looks pretty good. You, you, you've got so many things going on. You've got a cinema uh, exhibition area. You've got the auditorium with retractable seating. So it's multi-purpose use, isn't it? So putting an asset management hat on, the, the old term is sweat the asset. Um, it doesn't sound great, but it actually what it means is actually get the most activation out of this building as possible. And to keep it alive, you know, there's always that danger of building a white elephant and then no one uses it or it's locked up half the time. The whole purpose of this um, event centre is to actually keep it alive and moving all the time, seven days a week. And I think it's just going to fit so well in that whole historical precinct and um, do the connections with Old Cromwell as well. Now, you're going to do uh, some drop-ins, some open days, and you're stepping into virtual reality, Gareth. Yes, it's very exciting. So um, they're gonna, the Jazzmax are bringing some virtual reality goggles so people will be able to immerse themselves into the building, to different rooms, and actually see what it's all about. I find from a, from an expertise point of view, a lot of people can read 2D plans or 3D plans, but a lot of people need to actually visualize to actually get excited about something. So we're pretty excited. And the Jazzmax team have also thrown in an additional item which you can use a QR reader and you can actually use your phone to scan around the room as well and get those visual aspects. So I'm really looking forward to the weekend. That's going to be great. So when are you doing that? So um, we're starting on the 10th, um, 11th and the 12th. We're going to be running from 10 till 3 on the Friday, 10 till 3 on the Saturday and 9 till 1 on the Sunday. We have invited the local schools and, um, and, and um, from all over the district to come and have a look. Um, and we're just waiting for them to RSVP so we can see how much of a crowd we're going to be getting on Friday. So where are you doing it? Um, we're doing it at McNulty House um, in Cromwell, which is it's, it's so fitting because it's such a beautifully restored building. The exciting part is we're going to be theming the rooms to take you through the Memorial Hall in different areas. So um, it'll be a journey just going through the building. You get to see the beautiful building as well as experience what might be in the new Memorial Hall. Well, thank you so much for all the work you're doing on this. And uh, thanks for having a chat today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. You're listening to The Outlet. I really like the interviews. I like that it's easy to listen to while I'm at the gym. I like that it's local and all about this community. The Outlet, the voice of Central. The Cromwell Model Train Exhibition 2023 is on Saturday the 18th of March from 9 to 5 at the Cromwell Bowling Club, Alpha Street. Now, the exhibition is great for model train enthusiasts or for the whole family. Model train layouts, trade sales and second-hand sales will all be available and on display. For ticket prices and more info, click the Things to Do button and then What's On on your Central app. For the first time, Les Mis is coming to Central Otago, performed by the wonderful cast from Wyatter Theatre Productions at the Clyde Memorial Theatre. Bruce Potter is the musical director and playing the lead, so I asked him, how did securing Les Mis come about? It goes back a while. I, I've uh, had a love affair with Lamers for uh, many years. I, uh, I first did the show in a professional company way back in, I think, ni- 1997, I think. So it's a, so quite a long time ago. 
and then the, then the first time I did the role as Valjean was in two, year 2000. And since then, I've, uh, I've always come back to it when it's been available or someone's doing it. We've always gone and auditioned so that uh, you know, it can be a part of the show because it's, it's just one of those shows that just draws people. People love it. So it's been on Broadway for 37 years and, and, uh, and continues to be there because it's such a popular show. So, uh, so a few years ago, um, myself and a friend of mine, Duncan Anderson, who's a local uh, dentist here, uh, and a very keen theatre guy, so he loves his theatre. We were doing doing shows with other groups, but um, we found that um, uh, the the local the local groups were doing really good stuff, but um, but just weren't um, really that uh, keen on doing sort of the big Broadway style stuff. And um, and that's something that we really you know we're not getting younger, and we thought well it'd be nice to <laughs> it'd be nice nice to have a crack at those ourselves and. Um, and uh, we both sort of, uh, you know, got strengths in different areas of theatre, and, and have done a lot of different things within the theatre uh, over the years. So we thought, well, let's let's see if we can get it, and see if we can do it ourselves. Um, so we um, we started up a company uh, called Wider Theatre Productions, and um, but we couldn't do lamers as a start because <laughs> first of all, rights are tricky to get, and um, and we needed something we could. Uh, because we do everything on the smell of an oily rag, because it's just us funding it. So we did the Mikado, which uh, which didn't require rights because it's uh, it's in the public domain, um, as as a tester. So we tested the way the good venues were, what the best places for sound was, with the audiences, developing audiences, um, developing people for our team for a cast, and that that worked very well. We toured the whole district, um, Central Otago, and and found different really good places. But we found that the Clyde Hall was was suitable because it had. Uh, it's not huge, but it's got good space um, at the back for staging, uh, for backstage space. Uh, and we do everything without a microphone. So uh, we needed a hall that had really good natural acoustics and the Clyde Hall. So we, so we had ideas of how, we, how we'd go about it. But we had a long way to go because um, uh, obviously the rights, we kept applying for the rights, kept them being turned down. Um, for whatever reason, uh, it was always it always had a reason, but it, it uh, but it didn't stop us because uh, we 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 sort of the kind of people that decide we'll just keep going till we get it. Um, I think COVID had a big helping hand in this because the last time we applied for the rights, we came close, but they said that um, the reason why they couldn't give it to us is because it was being done professionally in Australia, and the Australian company may decide to bring it to New Zealand, and in that case, we couldn't get the rights. So. Um, and then COVID hit, and of course, nobody was doing famous, um, and, um, and it hit everybody quite hard. But after, after sort of, um, you know, COVID still around, but it's things have settled a lot. And, uh, and so we thought, well, we'll, we'll play again, and we must have just hit the right window, and, uh, and we got it. So, um, so, of course, as soon as we got it, it was like, okay, right now, now we have to put it on. <laughs> And um, and Lamas is a huge show. So we, we did Jesus Christ Superstar um, a couple of years ago. We uh, we tested the Cloud Hall with that. We had uh, a three week season, um, and we ended up having uh, on average um, I think seventy three people per night. We, we were seating eighty at maximum. So so that that was pretty good going. And we thought, well, if we can do that to Jesus Christ Superstar. I don't think we'll have a problem getting an audience for Lamos. Well, it looks like you've had a lot of fun with the auditions and you've ended up with 40 people on stage. 40 people, I know. And, and the thing is that they, 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 they were, for the, for the most part, they were extremely good. And so it was, we, we didn't wanna, uh, want to to say, well, let's, we, let's just pick uh, because it, it just made sense. Well, let's have a really good chorus. And Lamos has got fantastic chorus numbers. I mean, 
you know, you have leads in lamas, but one of the, the, the best leads is the chorus. The chorus in lamas is, uh, you know, big songs like One Day More. Everybody knows it. Um, do you hear the people sing? They're just fantastic chorus numbers. And we thought, well, you know, in that hall, imagine 40 people singing One Day or More. It's monstrous, you know, and all with no microphones, all, all you know, just natural voices. And it, it's, it, it is, um, you know, we're, the first rehearsal we got together and I said to everybody, like, we were going to just be a meet and greet, but let's have a crack at singing a couple of these chorus numbers and, you know, just, just have some fun. Um, so we did, we did, um, the first one we did was at the end of the day, everybody knew the words. It sounded almost, almost ready for going on stage. Uh, and I was like, that's, that's the enthusiasm we have with, the, with the cast we've got. They're, they're all lamest fans and, and, and it shows. So, so it's, it's, it's been, it's been a really, um, amazing experience in that, um, there's still that infectious enthusiasm in the cast now. And we've been rehearsing for uh, over six months already. So, uh, do you find being the lead actor is it hard to separate from your musical producer role? Like, are you always thinking, "Oh, they could be doing that. They should be over there." This is it. When you're on stage, is it difficult to separate mm, the two? It can be tricky because, uh, especially at the moment, because there's still um, there's still a few people that haven't quite um, got their bits yet, and in terms of timing. And and as the musical director, I've, I've, I can't stand in front and wave my hand and conduct um, because I'm on stage. So um, so I I will um, sing a couple of key points just to get them back on track, um, and then and then hopefully and then leave them and hopefully they, they pick that up and carry on. Um, so so there's that. Um, so it it can be tricky, but I'm I'm quite fortunate that this is the fourth time I've played Belgium. Um, and I've done 56 performances as Valjean, so I, I, I know the role incredibly well. Um, so I can step in and out of the role at will, and, and it's not a it's not a problem for me. So, so yes, I, I guess I'm in a good position to be able to do both because I, I really do know the show um, incredibly well. Makes a big difference. So when is the yeah. season of Lame is happening, Bruce? So we we we're going on in May. Um, it's from the 5th of May to the 21st of May. Um, but the the but really it's on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. The Saturdays and Sundays both have matinees as well, so uh, two shows on Saturday, two on Sunday, and so 17 performances at this stage. Um, but we'll make a call uh, probably or just before the show starts, I guess, depending on ticket sales as to whether we add a fourth week. Our intention has always been to add a fourth week if if sales are looking good, and then we'll add on an extra four shows. So. So we'll end up with a sort of a four-week season, which um, which I've it, it, every other time I've done Lamas besides Tapanui, um, which is a smaller place, um, we've always done a four-week season up in Auckland, and uh, and what what I found is that it's it's an incredibly good way for your cast to grow in within the roles, but also to grow as performers because if you're only doing sort of five to seven shows. You, you you don't really have that, that 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 real growth in the knowledge and experience that you kind of need to become a really really good performer, because you don't you don't experience what what the difference is in in between that first week and that fourth week. We hope by the time we we are on stage and in that first week that we are humming that we we really are doing well. But even then there will still be growth, and uh, and I think the performers will 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 find that and 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 it'll be invaluable for them. Uh, come that fourth week to realise how good their voices can end up with that continuous performance singing. And, and you're doing and, it in the Clyde Memorial Theatre, as you say, so it's it's kind of intimate, really, and people will see 
everything that's going on on stage, won't they? Yeah, that is exactly right. It's it's it's, it's a way that lamers has never been done before. I don't I don't I, I I don't believe it's been done this way ever anywhere in the world. In that it's uh, it's a very small audience, and and a very small space, and a very very intimate uh, lamers. So so the experience they'll get is probably the most intimate lamers experience you'll ever get as an audience. You'll feel part of it, and and I think that's. That's quite unique, um, certainly. Um, and uh, one of the very special things we've got, actually, that I've, I've found out is uh, um, the guy that played Valjean, the, the second person ever to play Valjean on Broadway, is actually coming to watch one of our shows. Wow. Which is pretty exciting. A guy called Gary Morris. So, um, um, yeah, so that's that's going to be very exciting because um, um, I, I, he... I met Gary once before in Tapanui, of all places, because um, he's a, the, the musical director there is a, was a, it was a very good friend of Gary's, and Gary comes and does duck shooting once a year in New Zealand in Tapanui, and we happened to be putting the show on at that time, so he came and watched a rehearsal, and uh, yeah, he, he he was he was he was fantastic, he was really helpful, um, and uh, and so he's apparently coming to watch, so yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting for all, for any um, theatre buffs. That uh, that no lamers and have heard the symphonic edition with Gary Moss, Morris as Valjean, yeah, they'll, it's uh, pretty exciting for us. Yeah. So make sure you get your tickets for the season of lamers at the Clyde Memorial Theatre. They're online now at iTicket. The outlet job board. Let's have a look at some of the jobs advertised on the Central app. Central Cherries is looking for an orchard foreman to support their orchard manager to ensure their cherries are premium, high-quality products when they're harvested. Presbyterian Support has various casual positions available, including a registered nurse, enrolled nurse, healthcare assistant, cook, kitchen service worker, housekeeping and a laundry assistant. Ice and Line Central Alexandra are seeking full-time and part-time staff to work at their complex for a period of four months from mid-May until mid-August. And you must be prepared to work weekends, be honest, reliable, competent and show initiative. And Health Central is looking for an experienced nurse to join their thriving family-centred practice based in Alexandra. For more info on these jobs and to apply, click the Jobs button on your Central app. The Outlet. The Voice of Central. Thanks for listening to The Outlet. Experience Ripe 2023, Saturday the 18th of March, midday till 5. It's Central Otago's finest wine and food showcase. Wine tastings, live music, demonstrations, great food. Ripe has all the ingredients for a memorable day out. All the details are on the Things to Do button of your Central app. Now, Glenn from the gate knows all things Cromwell, so I caught up with Glenn to see how tourist numbers are and what are some of the pressure points in Cromwell. How are things in Cromwell at the moment? Are you seeing some tourists coming back? Yeah, look, it's great to see some uh, numbers through. Good to hear some foreign accents. So we're, we're at the hotel. I've got a few of our Korean buses starting to sneak back in through the door, which is very exciting. And then, of course, what that's is bringing a few sort of employees as well floating around. So it's exciting times. And uh, to be fair, December, January, February have been very strong months for tourism in central Otago. So what are some of the pressure points that you're seeing in Cromwell at the moment? Well, staffing's a tough one. I mean, everyone's, uh, in all industries, that's not just uh, hospitality and tourism. Um, That's all industries. So everyone's screaming for staff at the moment so cafes are closing two days a week I'm, I'm closing my cafe one I'm closing my restaurant uh, one night um, 
And that's just to manage our staff. You know, we, we can't make them work six days. We can't make them do 60 hours because they want to have a life as well and they have families. So they're our main pressure points, getting the, the balance right between customer service and uh, looking after our staff. Is there problems with having housing available too? Yeah, there is. So the rental stock is quite light. And uh, so what's happened there is people are moving into central Otago and working from home, but they're not necessarily working in Cromwell when they're working from home. So there's all these different pressures that are starting to, to add up and houses being taken. So it's good, good to see that uh, people are looking at it, that the Airbnb are under a bit of pressure to perform. Um, so let's see what that comes out for us. And so you've got a bit of work going on at the gate as well. Yeah, so I'm very fortunate to work for a group of uh, local directors who uh, like to invest in the property. So in 2016, we rebranded and did the Five Stags and Forage Cafe. In 2018, we refurbished 30 of our 47 rooms and still double glazing, air conditioning, really modified them, got high-powered, high-speed uh, internet. And this year, we are creating a new walk-in reception area and also a uh, redesigning our restaurant, what we call our Gentle Annie's restaurant, which will be a true buffet restaurant. So we're very excited about it. And as you drive past now, you'll see the steel frames are up to give you a real sense of uh, the size of the entrance. So it's going to be quite stunning when it's when it's finished. Uh, good local builder, Brooke Carr, he's, he's leading the charge with the hammer. And, of course, we had local architect, Jess Sutherland, as well, do all the work. So, uh, yeah, very happy with the progress. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, well, thanks for chatting with me today, and I'm sure we'll catch up again soon about everything Cromwell. Yeah, that'll be good. Love chatting about Cromwell. Local news, sport and information. The Outlet. Thanks for listening to The Outlet. The Outlet is produced and published by The Central App and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. The Outlet is available on the main page of your Central App and wherever you get your podcasts.